At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the nuttime, Mike Palm. He's Amal Shawell Amal. Christmas Day has come again for all the VEASAN fans, this time in the form of the NBA play-in games. Uh, it's going to be outstanding today, but I just want to know what day number are we of 12? Uh, <laughs> I think we're on the fifth day of okay, Christmas. I just want to make sure, the you know, because we still have college football, NFL to kick off. A lot of things still uh, yeah, yeah. get to A lot of them come the early because of the NFL, the playoffs, the Super Bowl. The draft, the schedule release. I mean, there's four of the Christmas days already. Yeah, I think this can be an interesting game. We're seeing the line move down now a little bit between the Hornets and the Pacers. If you're unaware, Karis LeVert is going to be out, Mike, for the Indiana Pacers in this one. That's a big blow for them. Uh, obviously, the Michigan man can't perform in the postseason. Yes, yeah, safety and health protocols here. And the <laughs> exactly. line moves. Uh, we saw this line open at three Pacers down to one and a half. Does this LeVert being out? influence you to make a bet on this game for for a team that you've played many times this year although be it at home the right. charlotte hornets yeah I, I actually like charlotte in this game i did not play it uh i'm still considering playing it and uh, i think i may take a small shot on it i'm just a little bit concerned you're in a situation where it's do or die i like teams at home in these spots without lavert though i think it could have a big impact for this pacers team in terms of winning or losing the game and you see it reflected in the line move yeah absolutely a point and a half pretty significant in it a playing is. game the other game, um, uh, to assure themselves a spot, Celtics and Wizards. You hinted yesterday you favored the Wizards in this spot here 
in Boston. Are you making a play on this game tonight? Yeah, so for me, if I'm going to end up taking this game, I'm going to take Boston to not make the playoffs at plus 425. Uh, If you look at their odds, remember, they would have to lose two games in a row at home, but I like the way Washington is playing. I'm a little bit concerned about Bradley Beal's health. He's not 100%. He has come out and stated that publicly. I still think with Russell Westbrook and this team being so competitive, a lot of turmoil uh, between uh, the Boston Celtics and the coaching staff right now. If you saw on social media, Romeo Langford uh, potentially uh, screaming back a profanity at Brad Stevens. Could be some concern there. I think Romeo Lang- Langford is going to be kind of like Juliet by the end of the season if he continues to go that way. This Boston team in serious trouble, in my opinion. And as you see, Jacob just put up the stat. Boston to miss at plus $4. I like that one, Mike. If you make that bet, mm-hmm. who would you rather see win the game uh, tonight between the Hornets and the Pacers then? Great question, and I would probably go with the Hornets. I just feel like the way they're playing right now, Levert being out of the lineup, I think there's a good opportunity for them there. Look, this is to me why the playing tournament was created. You've got these teams at 7-10. to I think all four of them have a shot to potentially advance. Who knows what's going to happen, but it wouldn't be surprising to me if it's the Pacers who get through or if if it's the Pacers and the Wizards, then Boston goes home. All right, let's turn our attention to the West and the playing games in the West. The 10-9 matchup, well, this will be played tomorrow. San Antonio Spurs travel to Memphis to take on the Grizzlies. You like the Grizzlies at home, usually when they're getting points. In this case, they're going to be laying now up to four. Yeah, no surprise line moving in their favor. I think they win this game, unfortunately, for the San Antonio Spurs. I think that they're going to be heading home. And unfortunately, Greg Popovich's record continues to disintegrate the uh, last couple of years in terms of what he's been able to do the previous couple of decades. I think this is a great spot for Memphis. They played well. They've been competitive. I like their chances here now. I don't believe they're going to win the the next game against the Golden State Warriors, but I'd like them to get past the Spurs. So you hinted the next game against the Golden State Warriors. They are taking on the Lakers in the 8-7 matchup at Staples tomorrow night. We're, we're really discussing this game? Yeah, we are discussing this game. I, 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 what are we going to talk about? LeBron's ankle well, being can, injured? Can we discuss it from a point spread perspective? We saw the line open 7. It got down to 4.5. Now back up to 5. Is there any bet, betting, betting value in this game for you? Even if it's not on a side or on a money line, I mean, it's only one night. If you really think the Lakers are a yeah, slam money dunk, line. they're 190. Money line, absolutely. Straight Minus bet. 190, absolutely. Okay. This is a great spot for LA. <laughs> Look, they're going to win this game. They don't want to play the extra game. I think playing the game on Wednesday is beneficial. They're going to end up playing on Saturday or Sunday over the weekend. I think it would be perfect for them. A lot of these other teams, remember, they're going to be off about eight, nine days by the time they get ready to roll. So good opportunity here for the Lakers. Maybe not eight or nine days, but six or seven days. I love Los Angeles in this spot. It would take a monumental effort from Steph to be able to win this game, who, by the way, should be the league MVP. Interesting point. Interesting point. Well, he won't I, be the league MVP, though. Yeah, I don't understand this Nikolai Jokic thing. It's kind of like half these people who vote for the Heisman Trophy. They just do it because everybody else does it. They don't actually step outside the box and have the brass balls to be able to actually make their own opinion. From a perspective of seven versus eight seed, is there an advantage to the Lakers to take on Phoenix in the first round versus Utah? Oh, great question. <laughs> I think just from an experience standpoint outside of Chris Paul, you have to favor the Lakers huge over Phoenix in that matchup. It's such a home court advantage for Utah at home this year. Yeah. They've been outstanding. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. We've been previewing the NBA play-in games, the Eastern Conference tonight, the Western Conference tomorrow night. Coming up in just about 40 minutes, we're going to have Eddie Olchek, lead hockey analyst for NBC Sports Course, also horse racing analyst for them. Talk about those series in the Eastern Conference that he's calling, as well as the entire NHL. Amal, I'm excited to have Eddie O on for the first time. I can't wait. I love the passion he has for hockey. Obviously, he's a big horse racing guy as well, but really insightful when it comes to the National Hockey League. I grew up listening to him, of course, being from Dubuque, Iowa, listening on the Chicago stations. 
Pat Foley and Dale Talon called the games when he first came up in 83-84 for the Blackhawks. Of course, then later he announced with Pat Foley Blackhawk games before going national. Amal, we just talked about the play-in games. You believe the Wizards have a good shot of beating the Celtics tonight, and you favor the Hornets over the Pacers. I really do. I like both road teams in these particular spots. Now, I have not bet either of these games yet. Let me be clear on that. The one that I am going to make a small bet on is Boston to miss the postseason at plus $4. Excuse me. I think this is a good opportunity where if Washington wins this game, and the Celtics team has really struggled just not only with their performance on the floor, but it seems like Brad Stevens' message is falling on deaf ears at this point in time. I think this is a good opportunity for somebody to get past the seas. In the West, you believe Memphis will hold home court and then take on the Warriors, who get beat by the Lakers. You believe the Lakers and Warriors, still the two teams that get in off the play. There's no question about it. I think the Warriors down the stretch have been terrific. It's going to be tough. Remember, this past Sunday, we had a game between Memphis and Golden State up in the Bay Area. I thought it was an absolute gift at three and a half there for the uh, Warriors in that particular spot. They win that game comfortably. I think when you look at this Golden State team and what Steph's been able to do, I think he's just been too good. I mean, in that last game, he goes for 46 against the Grizzlies. I'm not saying he's going to have that type of performance in a potential rematch, but I think the Lakers blow out um, Golden State. I think they win this game comfortably. I think it's a bad matchup for Golden State. And then when you see Memphis, who I believe is going to get past San Antonio, taking on this uh, Warriors team, I think Golden State at home at Chase finds a way to win the game. In this situation where you just said you think the Lakers blow out Golden State, Mm -hmm. will you split your bet between Moneyline and Lane the Five or just go Moneyline? No, I'm going to go Moneyline. If this were a regular season game, I would go much harder on the uh, points, even though to me there's a difference in the postseason. This is where the advantage comes in. Survive in advance kind of, you know, just a simple philosophy like that. Lakers are minus 190. I think it'll be over 210 by the time we go tomorrow. I think this number will go up. If you're going to bet this one, take it today. Don't wait until tomorrow. I think the values with the Lakers to win this game, they're not going to want to play a second game. You know, you don't want to see a scenario where all of a sudden the Lakers are facing. I mean, I do, but the reality of it is if you're a Laker fan, you don't want to see a scenario where they're in a potential to get clipped. You know, I do have the Lakers to win the NBA title, but it's just my disdain for LeBron James supersedes my affinity for the Lakers winning. All right, Amal, we've talked about the play-ins in both the East and the West. Let's break down the four versus five and three versus six matchups that we already know in the first round. And I want to start with one we talked with Brian Getzeiler about yesterday. He, as well as you, really like the Knicks over the Hawks in the only series that's really a pick out of these four. Yeah, to me, when you look at this uh, Knicks team, what they've been able to do defensively, top five in defensive efficiency all year long, Tom Thibodeau's team is going to be able to make an easy transition. I think teams that play wide open, like the Washington Wizards, who they should take the D out of the Wizards because they have not played D all year long. To me, when you look at a team like Atlanta, similar situation, you're going to go up into a situation against New York who's going to really defend you, Mike, and I think it's going to be a real challenge for them to score the basketball. We know they can shoot the ball from the perimeter, but can they do it consistently four out of seven games? Knicks have the home court advantage here. I like the Knicks and six in this series. If you take the Knicks and six, it's five to one as we look at exact series. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to look at Exact series prices here. Knicks and six. Knicks four to two is plus five dollars. Would you back that up with a play at Knicks and seven as well, or Knicks and five? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to tell you first of all. Let, let's go, Jacob. Do you have the series price on this one here? I think it's still yeah, a pick, it's a pick, em. pick it is still a pick them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the math. I don't. I don't understand this. You should just bet every series price on this one, and you'll be more profitable. Knicks and four, 12 to one. Knicks and five, uh, five, five to one. Knicks and six, five to one. And Knicks and seven, four, fifty to one. So if you bet if you bet the series price on each one of them, you'll still make a profit. The, the worst case scenario is you get uh, nine to eight on your money, yeah, right? Exactly. In, in yeah, seven. Same, same, exactly. The worst case scenario, whereas you have to lay one twelve or or one ten with a twenty yeah. cent. You line. get plus one twenty five on that one. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm just surprised that they don't adjust the numbers. Must be strictly hiring from MIT. That's a great point, Amal. Um, all right, so you like the Knicks there. We've heard from JVT, of course, the senior NBA analyst for, for Visa. He likes Atlanta in this matchup. One of my friends that follows the NBA likes Atlanta as well. I'm with you. I favor the team that plays defense here. Yeah, you know, I think JVT missed the David Stern era. I just don't see the Bricks losing to the Atlanta Hawks and seeing an Atlanta-Philly matchup in round number two. All right, let's uh, let's jump over to the Western Conference and the series that's uh, uh, supposed to be more competitive between the Nuggets, who are the three seed and have the home court, and the team really taking all the steam, the Portland Trailblazers here, who are just a slight dog in this series. For the series, the Nuggets are 120, take back 105 on the Blazers. Let's get into who you think is going to win the series, and then is there some value in an exact game bet? Boy, I'll tell you what, I think this is going to be the best series of the first round. Uh, I think this is a tough one to call, Mike. I really couldn't tell you one way or the other. I'm not trying to be evasive to your question. I think whoever you like in this one, I think you've got to take them in six, seven games. I, I don't see a scenario where either of them is going to go out in five. And it's very difficult to see a uh, sweep happening here. But remember, no Jamal Murray. I think we're going to start to feel that more right now than at any other time during this season. And I think it's going to hurt the Denver Nuggets here. Game seven will be in Denver. Yes. So if you were going to bet an exact series, would you take would you take the Nuggets in seven and then knowing that you can get points on the road with the Blazers in a game seven? Yeah, but here's the problem. Okay. We don't know that the Nuggets can't win the series in six. They could right. win games one, two, five, and then potentially six in Portland. Uh, I, I think the series are really going to come down to just whoever can execute the best. I know you can say that about every series, but it, it's so tight is what I'm saying. I can't bet this series. No, I can't. can't. I, don't ha- I don't have a lean at all. I will tell you, though, that what you want to look at in this series, to me, is whoever loses the first game, if you're confident in the other side winning this series, that's going to be some value, like you pointed out with the National Hockey League yesterday with the Panthers. Similar situation to me in this series. Yeah, the series price will adjust dramatically, especially if the road team wins game one. Absolutely right. All right, let's go back to the East in the 3-6 matchup. Uh, the two-time or the defending uh, <clears throat> Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Heat. Now Milwaukee's been a one seed the past few years. They fell to a three seed, kind of went under the radar um, this year. We're competing uh, for the two all the way up until the end. They end up with the three, and they have to take on the Miami Heat in the first round. Bucks are about a three-dollar favorite for the series, two ninety-five. Get back two twenty-five with the Heat. You think it's Bucks here? I, I really do. I think the Bucks. Now, uh, what, what did you say the series price was? Almost three dollars, two ninety-five. You know, to me, I, I would be looking at two bets here: Milwaukee in five or Milwaukee in six. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's plus two seventy-five, or if it got to a sixth game, plus four dollars. Yeah, I, look, I, I don't think Miami's going to be able to win this series. The other thing is the one thing that concerns me about those bets on plus in game five or game six is if Milwaukee wins game three in Miami. Do they sweep them? Now, I will say with Jimmy Butler, I think he's the kind of player who would just not let that happen. The effort we'd see in a potential game four, uh, four situation. I, I still think that Milwaukee wins this one. I, I would lean towards the five game price of 275, but you can also back it up with the six at plus four dollars. If Milwaukee's up three games to nothing, are they favored in game four in Miami? Probably. But you know what? It's not quite the slam dunk we've seen maybe mm-hmm. a couple of decades ago. You've seen teams be competitive and push it sometimes to a fifth or even sixth game. All right, then the final of the four set first-round matchup sees the L.A. Clippers hosting the Dallas Mavericks. You covered the Mavericks for a year in the Dallas market. This is the heaviest of the four series prices. Of course, once we get through the play-ins, you'll, you'll see probably the 76ers maybe a, a, a heavier heavier favorite against whoever becomes the eight. Clippers are a $4 favorite for the series. Take back $3 with the Mavericks. So the value here in betting the series obviously would be in picking it in exact games. 
what's your lean here, and do you think that you'd make a play? Uh, I'm not going to make a play. Mm-hmm. I like the Clippers in probably four. I'm sorry, not four, five games. Uh, plus 225. I think the Mavericks will get a game at home. I think the Clippers will be much more focused. Remember, Dallas embarrassed the Clippers in Los Angeles, the Staples Center earlier this year by about 50 points. And we saw the Clippers get the revenge. One of the best bets we saw all season long on the road with the Clippers. They won by almost 50 at home. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, in this particular spot here now, I, I think the Clippers will be a better team. I, I just don't believe in Dallas outside of Luka. We saw you last night in the Amalin segment, Parley. Parlay two hockey favorites at home. Yeah, you parlayed a, a, a heavy like you on both of them. Yeah, a heavy favorite yeah. in Colorado with a, a one whatever it was one sixty five with uh, with Carolina. Are you would you be interested here in parlaying the series prices where you can? In other words, minus four dollars Clippers, minus three dollars on the Bucks. Well, I feel like you're trying to sell me something. Would you well, be not, interested in? No. I'm, I'm not trying to sell you. <laughs> I'm but just joking. No, instead I, of trying to hit four or five exact games. Yeah, absolutely. I mm-hmm. think there's some great value in that. I think you bring up an excellent point. I think one of the great bets that people don't get into a lot of is series prices in the postseason, whether it be NBA, NHL, what have you. There's some great opportunities here. There's some teams that you feel confident. Think about this. Uh, you know, Gil Alexander knows this. he's a tennis better. Sometimes you might take a $4 favorite and put them in a parlay in a tennis situation because you're very confident they're going to win. You don't take them straight. I think the same thing applies here in the NBA postseason. When you look at this right now with Milwaukee, what, you said they were pl- minus $3. $3. Take a look at the Clippers and the and the uh, Bucks there. Maybe you have somebody else that you really like. Well, let's talk about that. So yeah. there's two. Maybe you want to add a third or a fourth. Let's assume... But hold on a second. Sorry, go uh, ahead. Let me let you finish. I'm okay. sorry. My, my point is, let's assume that you're right about how the play-in games are going to match up, right? Mm-hmm. And what you end up with in the East is Philadelphia as the one seed taking on taking on Charlotte as an eight seed, assuming that the Celtics lose two in a row, or, or the Celtics, and then the two-seed Nets taking on the Wizards, who would win tonight in Boston. Would you be inclined to add one of those two series either 76ers or Nets, along with Clippers, Bucks, into a into a series parlay. I would, but the problem is I feel like those guys are going to be such huge favorites. It's not going to make that much of a difference. To give you the numbers right now, if you look at it, if you take a minus $4 and a minus $3, you're looking at about $0.66 cents return on a dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad play. In baseball, you might take a 170 favorite. Some people like to take those. Uh, one, You know, it's similar situation. So to me, it kind of equates to that. Well, let's assume in the West the Lakers win tonight. They'll be taking on the Suns. You think they'll be a $2 or more favorite in that series? Yeah, probably because they're the Lakers. But here's the problem. I, I think that Phoenix is capable, not saying they're going to, but I think they're capable of winning the series. I don't think they do. What I like to do in some of these types of bets where you're laying heavy numbers, I want to basically what I deem to be, or at least from my perspective, taking out the majority of the risk. You know, I, I'm going to use tennis again here because I'm a big tennis guy. Um, there are certain matchups I look at, I go, I, I really see, because I follow it so closely, I'm like, this person's got a chance to beat this person. This $3 line is not correct. Now, you might not bet the dog, but if you say, hey, I'm going to throw a few shekels on there and just take a chance with it, you might. Or you avoid the favorite and blow in your parlay in it. Ah, great point you just made there. Absolutely. And I think this is a similar situation. I think the Lakers win the series against Phoenix, assuming they match up with them. Um, I, I just don't want to take a scenario where you get the Clippers winning probably in five and Milwaukee in five and you blow it possibly on that there's no listen one of the greatest lines in betting that everyone should remember is you never go broke taking a profit let's take a look at the the other matchup so if it's not lakers and and phoenix you're assuming uh golden state loses tonight and then beats memphis how about the one eight matchup utah and golden state make a series price on that 
You know, I, I think you have to take the, uh, to me, I would be over $2 on Utah. Mm-hmm. I think based on what they've been able to accomplish all year long, Steph has been remarkable. But at some point in time, does he, him having to shoulder the entire load become a problem for the Warriors? I think you're looking at Utah probably in the 2 to 230 range. I mean, I, I'm not as prolific as these guys in terms of making a series price. I don't bet the NBA with the same affinity that I do other sports. So, excuse me, I want to go back to the other thing you mentioned. Utah at home this year has been thoroughly dominant. You're looking at a scenario if you're Golden State, are you going to win game six at home? Because if not, you're not going to probably win game five in Salt Lake City. You're not going to win game seven in Salt Lake City. So how are you going to be able to win this series? That's why I think it's so critical if you're looking at it from a Warriors perspective if they face off against Utah. Yeah, what they play, 37 home games this year in the NBA? because 36. 36, and what, they lose three games? I was trying to remember the statistic on it. Uh, Utah at home. Utah Jazz this year, 31-5. and five. Yeah, yeah. It just dominant at home. They had, what, a 21-game winning streak at home at one point during the year? Uh, uh, so would you be interested in including that as the third team in your series parlay? Yes, yes, I would. Uh, uh, you know, to me, this is one where I, I think the Jazz win this series, 52-20 and 20 overall this year. Really an impressive job. Think about this, Mike. This is a team that would have been around 58 wins if we had an 82-win season. You always had 50 wins was the benchmark of having a great season. I kind of equate it to in the NFL winning 10 games. And, but if you could get to that 60-win threshold, which would have been really impressive, all they would have had to do is go 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Uh, that would have been an incredible season for the Jazz. And I think this team, even though they kind of got hot early and disintegrated a bit down the stretch, I still think they're a more complete basketball team. They should be able to get through Golden State. I think there's a greater chance Phoenix can beat the Lakers than there is Golden State beating Utah. All right, now I want to ask this question about totals because mainly you're a totals player in the NBA. I would say the majority of your plays are totals. Not that it's 80-20. You like sides and and situational spots. But more often than not, you give out, and I know you bet totals in the NBA. In fact, you were prolific at doing this, especially second-half totals 10, 15 years ago. Now that it comes playoffs, are you more focused on the sides and who's going to win a game than you are on totals? Yeah, you know, we're going to get into hockey a little bit later on with Eddie, but if you look at situational spots, right, you know, I didn't like Boston because they were on the road last night, but I thought they needed to win that game. We've got two teams tonight they are going to have to win in Florida and uh, VGK. I think those are the types of spots you're going to look for. Team down 2-0 in a competitive series. Let's say, let's use the Denver series and the Atlanta series as two series we can kind of point to. If Denver's up 2-0, to me, the Portland game three, if they're a short home favorite or money lines around 130-140, that's going to be the all-in. That, that, that's your, where you fired. This is what you've lived for for the NBA. Now, a friend of mine, he calls this the gold rush. This is like the best time when you get in the postseason. you got a team in a scenario, backs against the wall. Think about this from a fan's perspective. There are so many games where you're like, well, you know, we're up 2-0. How many times do you see players, it almost seems like they're, I don't want to say they're disengaged, but the effort level in game number three up 2-0 is not the same as it is in a 1-1 series. And I think the same thing could apply between the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks in a similar situation. Tonight totals, the Pacers, Hornets, 226, Celtics, Wizards, 233. Yeah, I'm not going to play either of those, and I'll tell you why, Mike. I have not had a good perspective on the NBA in terms of totals last year, so I've played a couple here and there. Been really under 500 doing this. I've not had tremendous success. The way the game is played today, I have not been able to adapt to how these games are from a betting perspective. It's just so hard to gauge for me personally. For me in the NBA playoffs, there's more variance to under in some of these games because teams get a lead and they really slow it down knowing they just need to advance. you got to be able to have in play to be able to do this. Coming up, we're going to look at the uh, Major League Baseball slate for today. We have a team that's the best in the West taking on the pitcher with the worst ROI in baseball, and that worst ROI is favored.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair pl- I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's the Maul Shaw. Maul, I want to go through a couple of key Major League Baseball games today. Let's start with the early start at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern time in Cincinnati, um, where we have the Reds taking on the Giants again. Last night, Logan Webb pitched better than Sonny Gray again, 
and the Giants continued their hot play, came away with the win. They led the game 5-0, and eventually they win 6-3. Now we see former Red, the Italian Stallion, Anthony Desclafani, going in there to take on Louis Castillo, who's been a nightmare, especially for the betters this year with the worst ROI in baseball. And... Of course, Castillo's a $1.20 favorite. Well, let's be real here. No surprise there with the Reds being at home in this matchup. But you sounded a surprise at the Giants' performance yesterday like you're a Dodger fan. Now, I just said Logan. I thought that they could hit Logan Webb. Reds are bad in the field, too. Suarez hits into a double play, right? Then he makes an error to start the inning. Boom, two-run homer. Listen, I've been, I mean, I've been hearing for like three years the Reds are going to be good. I, I, keep, I keep telling everybody <laughs> this team is not that good. Luis Castillo, you mentioned, it comes in with an ERA of 7.71, horrendous, but more concerning to me, Mike, is the whip. Uh, he's actually double uh, what uh, you look at Di Sclafani is at right now. I think this is a, another shot you got to take with the uh, Giants at a plus price here. Until uh, Castillo shows you some consistency, you can't back him in this particular spot. This is a guy that continues to struggle. Think about this, Mike. Last three starts, 15 earned runs. Well, he was a disaster in Colorado. It's, it skews it a little bit, but... Uh, well, you think that it, tribe... Uh, was it that tribe offense that really... Didn't send any shockwaves down Castillo's remember, back there. Remember opening runs. day against Jack Flaherty? He gave up six in the first inning. Yeah, He's been really bad early in games. I think he gave up three in the first in Colorado as well. So maybe you take a shot here with uh, with uh, Desclafani. Early you get the lead. You can come back the other way with the Reds at a big plus price at home. Lock in a winner. Are you really confident they're coming back and winning this game? Do you have no, them I, the I'm not confident. No, I didn't oh, bet okay, on this year. Okay, remember, I right. bet them to win, the, to win the National League at 25-1 to 1 last year. When they were out of the playoffs, they made the playoffs, and they went to Atlanta and left 18 runners on base every game. <laughs> the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds. Hey, by the way, did you bet the White Sox last night? I took a small easy bet on winner. them. Yeah, easy winner. Good yeah. call. Oh, Good thank call. you. You know, like a broken clock every once in a while. Every once in a while. All <laughs> right, let's, let's take a look at a series here on the West Coast. Cleveland Indians are taking on the Angels of Anaheim. We see Zach Plesak who's 3-3 three and three with a whip under one, but an ERA over 3.5, taking on Mr. Haney, Andrew Haney for the Angels. Haney has not been that good this year. Remember they thought Haney might be a top guy in their rotation, um, maybe number two behind Bundy. He's been bad, 1-3 and three with an ERA close to 5. Yeah, you know, I actually think, though, you, you mentioned his numbers are not particularly good, but he's got a nice uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio. But for me, I like Plesak in this particular spot. Tribes lost four in a row. I think they get back on track. I don't think this should be plus 105 here. Mm -hmm. I still think they're a better team than the Angels. This Angels team continues to struggle. This is the game for me where Cleveland gets back on track. I like the Tribe here today. Uh, the other thing is in baseball, Mike, and I'm mad at myself I didn't mention it yesterday. Take a look at reverse run lines. I think in baseball, there's some great value when teams are on a losing streak to take the other side. You can get a plus 150, 160, what have you, uh, maybe 175, depending on the number, depending on the matchup. Probably this one in the tribe is somewhere between 45 to 60. You mentioned when the Royals were going to win, you were going to play them on the verse, reverse. Of course, we had Giolito. They would they would, have, they would have been almost close to $4 on the reverse run line that yeah, day. Yeah, but you know, when I saw you take that game, I knew my play was in trouble, and I was going to go reverse run line on the I, Royals. I took the run line on Giolito. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, well, there was a great pitching matchup last night that didn't really materialize. The rematch between uh, the old gray mayor, John Gray, and Dar Darvish was outstanding again. Ten strikeouts, no walks. I'm serious about that, that Cy Young campaign for well, him with the Grom being on the no, show. I was just about to bring that up to you right now. Can we start talking about you, Darvish, for the yes. Cy Young? I mean, look at the stat line yesterday. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Seven innings, four hits, zero runs, zero earned, zero base on balls, 10Ks. Yeah. All right, tonight in Petco, it's Austin Gomber. Uh, who, who's lost four games, two and four with an ERA, five and a half, taking on a disappointing Blake Snell. What's amazing is Snell hasn't picked up a loss yet. 
because he hasn't been good and he hasn't been going very deep in games. He's 1-0 with the ERA of 4.19. The whip is 1.54. 24 walks in 34 innings, especially concerning. Yeah, you know, this line is rocketed up from this yeah. morning. It was 210. It's gone to 235. No surprise here. The reason why I wanted to discuss this game, to me, this was a bet against Austin Gomber. And we talked about it yesterday. This Rockies team continues to struggle mightily on the road in terms of what they've been able to do or inability to do on the road, 2-15 and 15 so far. Would you be interested in over 7? I actually would in this matchup. <laughs> you know, I think there's a possibility here. The Rockies scratch out a couple of runs. And then, of course, the Padres offensively. You know, the one thing in Petco, this is important. And first five total here is three and a half. Take a look at this one over. Because as you get later in the air, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, with that marine layer air, it becomes really tough to hit the baseball. I think there's a possibility you get some runs early in this game. We saw it last night. That game got very stagnant later on. First five was three last night. And went over. Yeah, well, yeah. I told you that was a bad number to take the under. Meanwhile, Walker Bueller pitched very well last night. He did, yeah. Give them Matt credit. Matt Bob didn't pitch horribly. No, he didn't. <laughs> I thought the Diamondbacks would find a way in that game. Couldn't get it done, losing 3-1. to one. All right, when we come back, we're going to go through the Palm Reader playbook as well as the Amal end segment. I know America's waiting to see if Amal has multiple plays today. I don't know, but I'll take the don't. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team of non-experts, including Amal Shaw, give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com and our daily members-only Best Bets email. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I went quickly with that read. Welcome back into the Nets. It's Mike Palman, the aforementioned Amal Shaw, because I was wrong. I lose on this ticket. You do have multiple plays on a Tuesday. Well, no surprise by the you taking the loss. Yeah, none at all. <laughs> Amal, we've got uh, we got NHL, we got play-in games, and baseball, so I'm, I suppose you smattered your plays out at least two of those three. Well, you know I'm a big National Hockey League guy. There are two teams that are really in situational spots. They have to win. Mike, think about this. Vegas Golden Knights today, minus 160. I think they had 20 shots in the first period against Minnesota. Couldn't get anything past Cam Talbot, who was outstanding in that one. This is a game if Vegas were to lose, I think their season is on the brink. Because now you're down 0-2. You've got to win twice in Minnesota, and you've got to win four out of five games. Uh, to me, it becomes a real challenging situation. The Wild have been terrific against this Vegas team, but this is a game where VGK has to find a way to win. They are going to have to win once up at the XL Center. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. And then similar situation that I just pointed out with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights with the Florida Panthers. However, when you look at it, they're, they're going to go with Dreiger in net tonight instead of Bobrowski. And i tell you what, as, as poorly as Bobrowski played at times, one thing I have to defend him on, three power play goals and a shorty. They scored four of their five goals in, in special team situations, and then the other one by Braden Point was on a breakaway. It's not like he was giving up goals the, and opportunities on five-on-five on five in bad situations. The shorty was a two-on-one as well, Absolutely. off of a face-off. <laughs> exactly. To me, when you look at it, if I'm, if I'm John Cooper in this Lightning team, I'm a little bit concerned that Nikita Kucherov's not going to be able to get two easy one-timers at an empty net. 
That's why I'm surprised about the change. And we're going to ask Eddie Olchek yeah. in about 10 minutes when he's on. Are you surprised? I'll defend the five-goal effort of Bobrovsky because he didn't get beat on five-on-five other than a breakaway. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And listen, that's a 1v1. Uh, Brayton Point's a good player. He had scored the previous goal. He's going to have an opportunity to put one in there, and he does. And then the other play I have is the Tribe. I took them earlier this morning. Is at 107 now down to 105. Indians plus 107. I like Plesak today against Andrew Heaney of the Angels tonight. Yeah, you know, I'm concerned about the Golden Knights. Why is that? I, I, I don't know that Minnesota's not as good a team as they are. They may be. And and if they lose, you're right, if they lose tonight, they may not come back to Vegas because they never win in that arena up That's there. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, this is a must-win situation for VGK because if you go down 0-2 and now you've got to win twice at the Excel Center and you've got to win four out of five games. Now who will the new coach they bring in? Because obviously when they exit in the first round, even though there was a major penalty uh, that, that shouldn't have been called, they, they changed coaches because obviously as an expansion team, they should go to the final every year. Well, you got to give Pete DeBoer credit. This is a team that came within a game of getting the President's Cup trophy. Should have probably gotten it now. It's not going to matter if they don't win tonight. All that's going to be moot, but they're going to have to find a way, and I think they do. Let's go to the Paul Reader playbook for today. We won the hockey play last night, Carolina on the puck line, but we lost with Kikuchi as the Mariners didn't score at all and got beat 3 nothing at home to the Tigers. An abysmal road team gets the win there. I'm going to go with the rematch of the FA Cup final from Sunday. That saw the Belgians score the one goal yeah. on that laser. Absolute Incredible laser. goal. About the game, yeah, the game should have been 0-0 into added time. They come back again today, two and a half here. These two teams, defensive-minded teams. I'll, I'll lay it again. I'll lay the 35 cents, and I'll probably lay the 50 cents in the Champions final with Man City and Chelsea as well. That's a two-unit play. All right, Yankees lost last night. Garrett Cole is a big favorite. Went down. I'm going to fade, of course, Fontelnevich. Fontelnevich is starting uh, for for Texas tonight. And this is m- more of a play on him than it is on the Yankees. I'll lay the 45 cents for one unit with the Yankees. This game, Amal, you texted me on Sunday, the Knights, back to the Knights and Wild. You had you had the under three and a half in game, uh, a large play on it. Yeah, and I had under first period and under second period. I'm going to go back to under first period tonight. But both goalies played outstanding. Yeah. Talbot faced a lot of shots. I think Fleury faced the harder shots and was better. And of course, they lost in overtime. I think this is a pretty cheap price for a playoff game. The two teams that just went to the first 0-0 overtime game in three years or two years in the playoffs to come back at 25, I was expecting this to be about a 40-cent lay if you wanted to go under here. Yeah, I'll tell you another thing to take a look at that I took in game uh, one between these two teams. I took VGK under three and a half goals, mm-hmm. Mike. I didn't think they were going to get to four goals. You're going to probably see Minnesota at two and a half goals. I like Minnesota under two and a half goals in this game because I think if Minnesota gets to three goals, Vegas is going to be in trouble tonight. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, Let's take a look at a couple of the other games tonight on the ice. The second game for the uh, Islanders and Penguins goes tonight. Islanders won that game in overtime in Pittsburgh. The game again in Pittsburgh tonight. This is a spot where it's a must-win for the Penguins almost. It is, but you know what? For some reason in this series, I feel it's a little bit different than it is in the other two series. I think Pittsburgh does need to win this one, but I'm not as big of a believer in Pittsburgh as I am the other two teams. Remember, Florida dominated the regular season series against the Tampa Bay Lightning Um, We know Minnesota dominated against VGK, but I feel like the Islanders, in this series, the home ice is not going to mean as much as I think it does in the other two series. So for me here, this was kind of a stay-away spot. Mike, the other thing was the total was 5.5. It was under minus 145. I thought it was too high of a price to touch. Yeah, I agree with you on that, on the the total. Uh, And then we mentioned uh, the Lightning and the Panthers, obviously. The rematch, the changing goalies. I've been a Dreiger guy. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. I just am a little bit surprised on the, on the change here. Any interest in the total on this game between the Lightning? We saw nine goals in the first game. Well, I tell you what, you have to look towards the over. These guys six, in the regular mm-hmm. season had six games that exceeded the six-goal total. 
I think you could see him a similar situation here. So for me, potentially take a look at the over. Now, this game is under. Now, the one thing I have a concern from a Tampa perspective, are you going to be able to score five on five? If you are Joel Quinville, your team cannot make as many dumb penalties as they did in game one. You do that, and you're going to be getting ready to make uh, tee reservations on the golf course fairly quickly because uh, it was Tampa's three for four on the power plays that made the difference in this game. And the other thing that I have a concern is you can't get in those four on four situations where both teams send somebody to the box, Mike. It creates too much open ice opportunity for the talent that Tampa has. For me as a period better, I'd look at a game like this, and if the first period has two goals or three goals like it had, sometimes they will come out with a second period total of two and a half. Right. And that's what I look for here because it's still playoff hockey. And to get three goals in a period takes something. Now, when you're talking about the number of four-on-fours, five-on-fours, and these situations with the penalties taken, it makes it a lot easier. The reason for the shift is, of course, the long change in the second period. I still would lay, like, if this game came back at two-and-a-half in the second period, depending on how Dreiger's playing, you're still getting Vasilevsky in that. I would come back and lay 160, 170 in a second period. It will flip quickly within the first three, three and a half minutes to one and a half, and you have a chance to middle the two. Yeah, I prefer not to discuss anything with game one anymore. Okay. <laughs> I had under seven and a half. I had okay. under seven and a half multiple times and in that Florida. game. Yeah, the Florida game, and it was uh, three two going into the third period. I felt pretty good. I'm like, okay, yeah. Tampa's going to play a little bit more defensive. You maybe wind up with a three three scenario. Worst case scenario, we get to OT at four three. No, no, no shot. No, no shot. shot. It, it, no I shot. got bludgeoned it in went, that one. It went too quickly there. Yeah, it did. Very exciting. Coming up after the break, we're going to have Eddie Olchek on. Of course, Eddie. Outstanding NHL hockey player drafted by the Blackhawks, became a color commentator for the Blackhawks, then Pittsburgh, now national with NBC. He's headed to TNT. We'll talk to Eddie O next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRiver Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw, and it's our pleasure this time to welcome in Eddie Olchek, of course, lead hockey analyst for NBC Sports. You also catch him doing horse racing there. Being from Dubuque, Iowa, I grew up as fans of all the Chicago teams and, of course, starred for the Blackhawks. Uh, I got to listen to Pat Foley and Dale Talon call the games back then. Of course, Eddie later joined Pat Foley on that crew, called games for the uh, for the Pittsburgh Penguins as well, former head coach of the Penguins. It's our pleasure to welcome in Eddie Olchek. Good morning, Eddie. Thank you, Mal. Nice to be with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, I want to start out on the series you've been calling in in the East between the Bruins and the Capitals. Um, if the Capitals don't get Vanacek back in goal and soon, is this a is this a fait accompli for them? Can Craig Anderson really beat Tuka Rask in this series, even though they have home ice? Uh, I don't think he can. <laughs> uh, you know, considering a guy that has only played, uh, you know, what he's played a game and, you know, a couple of periods in the playoffs and only played in four games and, you know, almost nine or 10 months. Uh, if you're going back to the pre bubble playoffs last year. So, I mean, it's a tough ask. He's going to be 40 years of age. You know, the inactivity to me would be, you know, that that's the biggest concern. Now, I mean, he's shown some brilliance in this series, but, you know, I think over a long haul, uh, you know, you, you're going to get, you know, the schedule is going to catch up with you. You know, the, the, you know, father and mother time were undefeated the last time I checked. And, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. I thought, I thought you saw that last night in the game where, 
as the game went on, it just kind of looked like, I don't say he was dragging, but certainly, you know, I just think that all of a sudden it's just starting to catch up with him. So for me, long-winded, they need to get one of their other goaltenders back if, if Washington's going to have a chance in this series. But now that Boston is, you know, snatched away home ice here, certainly they're in a driver's seat. But if you don't have it, that being goaltending, I don't care what league you're playing and you have no shot to win. So you've got to get consistent goaltending and, Look, I thought he played well last night. I thought I didn't like the Bergeron goal uh, early in the game, but you know, a couple of the other goals. I mean, really, he you know he didn't have much of a chance. And uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, he's their third string goaltender at best, and tough to uh, to make a run if uh, you don't have your best guys in goal, and, and most importantly, have them healthy. Eddie, I want to ask about the series between Tampa Bay and Florida. Were you surprised that Quinville's making the change to go to Dreiger tonight? I know Bobrovsky gave up five goals, but three of them were in special team situations, you know, and one of them was on a breakaway. Are you surprised at the quick hook for Bobrovsky? Um, I would probably say I am a, a little bit because, look at I mean, they had a 4-3 lead with under 10 minutes left to go, or actually I think nine minutes left to go. You know, Sam Bennett took a bad penalty. It was a retaliatory penalty. Uh, it was a selfish penalty. And, you know, he ended up getting suspended one game for it. And Tampa made him pay a price. He scored a goal. And then Brandon Point got the breakaway late in the game. So, look, at it. I guess when your goaltender gives up five uh, and you have the confidence in, in, in both goaltenders and, and Bobrovsky and Drieger, you know, Joe Quindle's, you know, I don't want to say he's rotated the goaltenders, but he's pretty much, you know, split them down the middle for the majority of the season. And look, Joe Quindle's got a boatload of experience. His second winningest coach in NHL history. He's won three Stanley Cups as a head coach. And you know, I'm sure a lot of it is, uh, you know, is a feel as well. And not many coaches have uh, have that, that feel uh, better than Joe Quindle. So, I mean, I am a tad surprised, but uh, nothing... Uh, Nothing come playoff hockey is uh, is a surprise in my eyes. I haven't been around it for uh, I guess for the last thirty thirty six years of my life as a as a player, as a as a broadcaster, as a coach, and uh, that's why playoff hockey. There's nothing better. You just never know when the door's going to open up for somebody or a backup goaltender or an extra player, and all of a sudden he can you know he can dig you out of a hole or he can get you back even in a series. So um, I mean I, I am surprised, but uh, uh, not really. Somebody needs to tell Sam Bennett, Lanny McDonald would never take bad penalties out there like that. So anyway, let's go, <laughs> let, let's go out west. Uh, VGK and Minnesota. Minnesota's had their number all season long. They played extremely yeah. well. Cam Talbot was amazing. Uh, now you yeah. look at Vegas. Eddie, they've got to win this game. And I hate to say a game two is a must win. But if they were to drop this game, you've got to steal two up in Minnesota. And then you've got to win four out of five. How much pressure does a team feel when you go into a spot like this where you lose? I thought that was one of those games you just had to win from an emotion standpoint, game one. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot there. They have struggled in Minnesota. Uh, there's no doubt over the course, I think, the last couple of years. But you know, they probably deserve better in game one. And I think for Peter DeBoer and his staff, that's that's what they're trying to pump into the tires of the players and know that, hey, they got a great, uh, great goaltending performance from the flower and Marc-Andre Fleury. And, you know, let's just bear down on our chances. Um, you know, look at I, I thought Vegas certainly would be one of the top teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, the one question mark that I did have, and I think we saw it a bit last year in the bubble, and I think we, you know, we've seen it. You know, I don't want to say in the first game of this series, but I think at times this year is, 
you know, when, when you look at the center ice position for the Vegas Golden Knights, um, I, I think it's, it, it, it's a little thin. I, I mean, it could be the weakest part of their team, to be honest with you. And if anybody that doesn't follow hockey is, you know, it's almost like in baseball, right? Like you, you got to be good up the middle of the field. You got to be good up the middle of the diamond, you know? So from behind the plate, the guy on the bump, and then, you know, the shortstop and second baseman and a guy in center field. And I think when you look at teams that have had success, they're not always going to win, but they're going to have success is that most teams that do have that. It's not easy. Um, but that's the one area of concern for me is, you know, William Carlson is, is, is an outstanding player. He's got great chemistry with Marcia So and Riley Smith. Um, you know, you got a guy like Chandler Stevenson who, you know, look at it, he, he's developed into a nice player, but I, I don't know if he's, you know, a, a top two center iceman on a team. So that's my biggest concern for Vegas. That's why I thought that, you know, when I saw the divisions being aligned that the way that they were, is that Colorado would have the edge on Vegas just from because of the center ice position and the depth that they have at the center ice uh, position uh, in the National Hockey League. So is it a must win? Uh, I wouldn't go... I wouldn't go must, but I would probably go M-U-S and maybe a little bit of the T. Um, uh, but look, at they've got great leadership. Their defense is so important. You know, they got Mark Stone, who I think is the most underrated player in the entire National Hockey League still, considering the numbers that he puts up and how important he is, not only when he was in Ottawa, but also, also now being in Vegas. Um, yeah, I don't know what the status is of, of Max Pacioretty. Certainly, get a guy like back, get Max back. He only needs his one shot, and you know, and the puck is in the back of the net. So, look at. I think for them, just play the way you did the other night. Let's finish some chances, and uh, let's put three or four past, you know, Talbot. I'm assuming is going to play tonight, and and uh, and see where we go from there. So, but uh, obviously, a huge pivotal game in this series. Talking to Eddie Alchek, uh former NHL great. Hall of Famer, NBC analyst on the NHL and on horse racing. Eddie, I want to talk about the North Division. Of course, it hasn't gotten underway yet, but yeah. the public is betting this like it's a foregone conclusion that the Maple Leafs have already won this division. Yeah. I've got a ticket on the Oilers at 33-1 to 1 to win the Cup. I'm just hoping they get out of the North and then I can create some value with it. How important yeah. is experience yeah. at the goaltender position in the playoffs? I mean, Jack Campbell was great, won his first 11 starts, but really no experience. I'm relying on the experience of a guy like a Mike Smith along with that top line of Edmonton. I think they can create problems for Toronto, assuming they get by Winnipeg, who they dominated in the, in the yeah. regular season. Yeah. Well, look, at I'm, I'm as surprised as anybody how well Edmonton has played this year, especially defensively. I saw them play in the uh, bubble last year against Chicago in the, in the, in the, you know, in the prelims to, to get into the playoffs. And uh, look at, Quite frankly, Edmonton couldn't check their hat in the bubble. Now, they were off for a bunch of months like everybody else. You know, the bubble wasn't for everybody. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And this year, I mean, they've played, obviously, offensively with McDavid and Dreisaitl. But, you know, defensively, the goaltending for Mike Smith has been outstanding. So, look at the way that they're playing. Why wouldn't you have a ticket on them to come out of the Northern Division? Why wouldn't you have a ticket on them to get, you know, to the Final Four and have a chance at winning, the you know, the Stanley Cup? So, I mean, I think that's unbelievable value at north of 30 to one. And you know, the thing, the thing with Winnipeg is that I think that Winnipeg has the better goaltending. I think Winnipeg has as much depth or more depth than uh, than Edmonton does in the series, but they don't have a Connor McDavid, and their defense at Edmonton I think is better than Winnipeg. So I know that they had success and had their way with them in the regular season, but 
Um, I think this series is maybe a little bit longer than people may think. I've seen people saying that Edmonton's going to win in maybe four or five games. I, I don't see it that way at all. I think this is definitely a six-game series because of the Connor Hellebuck factor in playoff hockey is much different than it is in the regular season. So, um, But as far as Toronto, if I can, real quick, I mean, you're right. I mean, the goaltending question, you haven't seen Freddie Anderson in a long time. Jack Campbell is... You know, he's, he's a backup goaltender. He has been. He gets an unbelievable opportunity here. And, you know, the question mark that I have, just like Edmonton, is can Toronto defend enough come playoff time because they haven't been able to do it the last handful of years. So should be a lot of fun. The pressure of playing against Montreal and Carey Price. Uh, so game one certainly very important in any series, but I think especially in those two series north, uh, north of the border, I think people will be keep, keeping a close eye on both. Eddie, thanks for the time this morning. We look forward to hearing your call on the games coming through the remainder of the NHL playoffs. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. But he made some great points about goaltending. Connor Hellebuck, he referenced. He talked about Anderson with the Capitals. Uh, I, I think it's going to be so crucial down the stretch. Mark andre Fleury, same thing with VGK. Closing thought, Amal, is that Colorado looked so fast last night. I watched that entire game with the Blues. I mean... There were no opportunities, and they had odd man rushes just from their speed. But but think about this. Carolina has played the more complete season. That's a much tougher division they played in. There were three-week sisters that the Knights in Colorado beat up on. Thanks for joining us on The Nuts today. Stay tuned for Betting Across America, up next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.